Radical, your favorite Bitcoin podcast. I don't want to go among mad people. Oh, you can't help that. Most everyone's mad <laughs> All right, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to Down the Rabbit Hole. The current price of Bitcoin, according to Bitbo.io, is $40,223. That's a little lower than what it was earlier, but we broke the all-time high again. First time in a month, on track for 100K by May, baby. <laughs> and this is the... F- I'm pretty excited because this is the first podcast I've done live with a guest. And he's not even a guest. He's coming on the show now. So I'm excited to welcome you, to introduce you to uh, one of my new co-hosts, Jack. What's up, Jack? What's up, everybody? How's everybody feeling, huh? We excited? I'm excited. Kaz, legitimately, thank you for having me on. Uh, Mostly just thanks for being you. Uh, (laughs) That's how this is all getting started. Um, Yeah, let's start there. Let's start. Why are you here? What are we doing? So first of all, the rabbit hole is expanding. We're adding new segments. We're adding a segment based on energy. We're adding a segment a segment totally based on Bitcoin contracts. And Jack and I are gonna have our own show. We're thinking of calling it Off The Rip. Let us know what you guys like. But we're gonna sit here, we're gonna talk about the world, we're gonna get real with you. Jack's one of the fucking funniest dudes I've ever met. So you guys are gonna love him and he's got a great voice for this too. So I'm excited to just see where it goes, but tell me why, like why are you here and how did this happen? Damn, just really set me up. To be funny for the You're rest of the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just really set me up off the start, dude. Gotta give the people what they want. That's what I'm here for. But uh, what I'm really here for was, so I have seen Kaz, well, you know, we can back it up a little bit of our personal history, because this is, it's, it's mainly been, uh, and the main reason why I got involved is, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a Bitcoin expert. No one calls me up and said, hey, why... Why should I buy Bitcoin? Listen, I'm not I'm not that dude. Kaz is that dude. What I know is that dude. And what I do know and what I want to do for Kaz and with Kaz is basically put his work, put his passion and his this podcast in a place to succeed. And why, like, why am I that person, right? Why am I per- that person to do that? I don't know. I don't know. What I do know is in the pursuit of exploring some of my personal um, passions and, and things that I want to do, me and Kaz linked up again. Because, um, like, what Kaz does is he puts himself out there. Like, with this podcast, with who he is, like, in a world of you have all these opinions uh, just kind of like regurgitated on your social media, Kaz is trying to start something of his own. And so I looked at that and I gravitated toward that. And there's been things that I've done that I haven't done in the public eye, but I spent a lot of time in video editing. I spent a lot of time in audio editing and, and making a show for fantasy football by friends, you know. <laughs> Shout out to all the schlumps out there. If they're listening, they know. <laughs> Schlump Nation, man. Yeah, Schlump Nation, they know. But what when I saw Kaz just putting himself out there, doing podcast after podcast, continuing to grind, 
I wanted to take some of my personal experience from my, my hobbies and also my work experience professionally in digital marketing and just thought, hey, like, you know what? I'm going to make a couple couple things for Kaz and I'm just going to send it to him and say, hope you're doing well. I appreciate what you're doing. It's inspiring me to continue what I want to do. And basically, he fucked with it. <laughs> he fucked with the ideas. <laughs> you, you sent it to me where you did all the upfront work. You, you you messaged me, we haven't... Okay, let's back up. <laughs> if you don't know, Jack and I went to college together. We've been friends for a couple years, but we haven't been like keeping up you know, day-to-day, obviously. Mm-hmm. So I've been like, man, I want to change the show. I have a lot of new ideas that I want to do around the show. I want to make it you know, still focused on Bitcoin, but create some different sort of segments within that. Uh, the pockets of the rabbit hole. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> So um, I reach out to about four or five people I know that are like, man, I, I was like, man, I want to redesign the logo. I, I need all these covers. I'm not a graphic design person. I'm not even an artistic person. I don't know colors. I can't match colors. I can't match fonts. And so I reach out to about four or five people over the course of, you know, a couple of weeks. I don't really find anybody that, you know, I was strong on or that maybe they weren't interested in doing it, whatever it was. Jack texts me. Sends me the nicest text in the world, by the way. It's just like, man, like I just been watching the show, super inspired. Like, hope things are going well. I was like, dude, this made my day. Thank you so much for texting me. Like, good to hear from you too. You know, just a normal conversation. Like three days later, he follows it up with a Dropbox or a, a Google Drive. Link. <laughs> I'm like, you don't even say anything. You literally just sent me the drink, the link, and I look at it, and I'm like. First of all, he throws a, a page-long readme in there about how much it's inspired him to basically take on skills that you've developed through your own personal endeavors and put yourself out there and do it through, you know, helping my show at the same time, you know, helping you explore your passions and ultimately build a business around mm-hmm. skills that you've developed. And um, I was like, dude, this is destiny. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I, it's just like... This time in my life, or and, and just right now, seeing people pursuing what they want to do, and like the work that it takes, like I'm like, fuck, we're all corporate drones. Like most of us out here listening to this, like we have an eight to five, we have other obligations. Like this takes time, this takes effort, this takes giving a fuck about something other than just getting through the day. Like getting through the day plus putting in the work to do something that maybe one day could become your full time or and or just putting yourself out there to do something that makes life a little more exciting, a little more purposeful. And I'm looking around and I see I see people in my life doing that. And those are the people that I'm I'm going to and I'm gravitating towards and I want to say, "Hey, like I know what this takes." So why not go through it together? So Kaz is one of the one of the only people that I've, I, I, you know, in my more immediate circle that has been putting in the work consistently, getting guests, growing on his own in that capacity that I can see on the outside. I know a lot of people out there are, are working on things and internally, like it's, but that is basically the drive. The drive is to find individuals willing to put the time in, willing to put the work in, have a product that's like actually going somewhere, actually has potential in the future. Yeah. This, the way that you're thinking, the way 
you know, if, if you've invested or uh, this topic really of decentralized uh, being able to not have to rely on the systems that be, I think that's something in the future, like that's where we're going to go. So I'm just gravitating towards ideas and people and I want to work with those people and basically the work that I'm trying to do is you know, branding, graphic design, video editing, um, music making, music editing, um, setting up a, a show, mm-hmm. um, like production, <clears throat> and uh, as well as implementing some of the digital marketing strategies of you know um, targeted ads and, and trying to just get out a message to the right people who want to hear it. Because there, there's an audience out there who is very, very interested in Bitcoin, but also there's a group of people that don't know really much about it or the ideas behind it that we also want to introduce to. Right, and there's there's so many facets to this too, and and what we're what I'm trying to do, and and what Jack is coming along and being a part of is you know adding more than just the Bitcoin element, which is. A huge part of the audience and people love that and I asked my, my younger brother for feedback early on when I first started this and he said it's fantastic it's just really dense and very serious <laughs> and I thought about that for a while I was like well has shit, anybody yeah. ever told you that you're very dense and very serious yeah dude I'm, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm a pretty serious person I'm like yeah. constantly <laughs> contemplating like the existence of everything it's like dude shut up go smoke some weed it's Friday yeah, yeah. but uh yeah, so my brother told me that. I was like, man, I, that was a long time ago, and I've thought about this. And then, you know, Jack reached out and kind of fell in my lap. And I was like, Jack, originally, I don't even think you knew what you wanted. You kind of just were like, I kind of want to just make these logos. And he sent them to me, and I was like, well, ironically, I'm looking for new logos and, and a person to help me with this. And I was like, I kind of need a co-host, too, and Jack is hilarious. So this could add all of the things that we're trying to look for and add this new dimension to talking about Bitcoin in a way that is not just the same shit you hear from every guest because I'm so sick of this. There's like, I'm going to talk shit on it. Yeah, go ahead. I love it. Go because on, I think there is a plethora of brilliant Bitcoin podcasts out there and you can pretty much take your pick and find content you love and that's the way the free market should work. I love it. But the thing is, everybody does the same shit. They're talking about the same things with the same guests, and I am guilty of it myself. So I'm like, man, I want to just do something different. I want to show another side of me, and I want to include my friends in that. And that's what we're doing, man. So Bringing in the spice, baby. Oh, yeah. Get real nice and close to the mic, baby. We don't give a fuck about COVID. <laughs> oh, no. Off no, just rip. kidding. That's We're triple masked up here, that's, that, that's off the rip, dude. That's off the rip right there. Yeah, so <laughs> we're calling it off the rip because we're going to sit here. We're going to drink beer. We're going to be loose and comical, and we're not going to cut it and make it sound all pretty. We don't give a shit. So if you don't like it, don't listen. But if you do like it, we probably will because no, we're going to be funny. No, please so. like it. <laughs> no, please, good. God, please. <laughs> um, so what's next? So... Part of what's changing in the podcast is we want to introduce something, um, <clears throat> you know, No Agenda does it, my, one of my favorite podcasts, Tales from the Crypt does it, very few podcasts are implementing this value for value model. So something I'm extremely passionate about is the principles that America was founded on, 
The mm. main one being free speech. And there are about two ways right now that really, in my experience, I believe free speech still exists. That's one Bitcoin and that's two podcasts. And so when we're thinking about changing this podcast, implementing new, new segments, all of what we're talking about, um, we're, we also want to get rid of ads because ads, ads are basically censorship. They control what you can say. And I didn't have really ads to begin with. Um, <laughs> I was like, I, sure, I could run anchor ads. I pertains to nothing what I'm saying. Why would I want to run that? Mm-hmm. It's just going to annoy people. Mm-hmm. And so I was thinking of like, okay, you know, I'll just build the audience. Then I'll do ads. I was like, no. Why do I want to do ads at all? I don't want to do ads at all. So now we're going to implement what we're calling, or not what we're calling, what is called and has been coined by other people, the value for value model, where if you like what we're doing, you like DTRH, any part of any segment of DTRH, and you find value through it, we are going to try to interact and engage with you in ways that don't require us to have advertisers, but still allow us to do this and make money off of it. And so what truly is the because because i think it's a great way obviously to get involved with the people that are listening it incentivizes putting out good content that's going to make your audience feel like they are extracting value from the podcast so much so that they're willing to contribute to the podcast not only with you know with questions, with um, comments, uh, you know, shout outs, or you know, all these different concepts, but also with the ability to help you grow and help the podcast grow uh, mo- monetarily. Absolutely. So, I mean, if you're listening to the podcast and you're listening to it on a regular basis and you're actually listening to it, you're probably doing that because you're finding some sort of value out of the podcast. So, that's your side of what we're doing and part of what we're doing we're not going to bore you with ads we're not going to change our message we're not going to censor ourselves we're not going to change what we believe in around free speech because of who is possibly or could possibly in the future sponsor the podcast because that's i mean what like what are we if we don't have principles if i don't stick up to the principles that i believe in I don't believe in a certain company in the Bitcoin space and I won't promote them. And then they offer to advertise on my show and I sell out for that. Who am I? I, I don't have principles at that point. I sell out. Yeah. So how do you create a podcast and, and allow your podcast to grow in a way that you know it frees you and you're not doing it for free and not have ads? But who is do but who is doing this? Like literally, like you legitimately said uh, you know, I have principles. I don't want to sell out. You look across the space and people, you know, I mean, I see their argument. Like, this is how I'm making money. This is how I'm going to, like, this company wants to be sponsored on my podcast. I'm trying to make bank. I'm trying to be financially independent. Like, I don't, you know, I don't want to knock them for. Oh, yeah. For, Not knocking for anybody. That. People have got to do what they got to do. And, and if the thing is, you know, if, if this is your main source of revenue now, you're, you're sort of more restricted than I am because it's not my man. I've been doing it for free. So (laughs) what's the difference if I, uh, you know, add ads or if I add, you know, a way to incorporate the audience that allows me whatever the revenue stream, like I'm allowed to pivot. When a man can't be bought, it's a beautiful (laughs) thing out here. It's the only thing we got, right? Like if I, if you can't buy me, 
God, that's it. That's fucking freedom right there if I've ever that's heard it in my life. so powerful. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, so let's let's go to let's go deeper. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're talking about the value for value model. How what is this going to look like? Mm-hmm. You mentioned shoutouts. That's a cool one. Mm-hmm. We want to create ways that allow you to your voice to be heard on the show. So, you want to send us a clip, okay? Maybe you listen to every episode and, you know, it's my, your time is worth a dollar uh, an episode. Okay, that's what you define as the value that you got out of it. That's the key. I'm not going to set a rate. I don't care. Mm-hmm. If you're listening to my show to the point that you care enough to donate, that's what I care about. That's because good. that shows that you actually find some value out of what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So you're giving me feedback. Mm-hmm. And it's hard as a podcaster if you're not reaching out and telling people, you know, I love this and why you loved it and, you know, all these things. I don't know that. So, you know, it gives me another piece of data to show that, like, people are into it. Mm -hmm. You look like you want to say something. No, no, no. No? I'm listening. So, that's a part of it. Mm -hmm. And we're also experiencing this phenomenon where we have... I mean, podcasting, like I said, was I thought was one of the only ways we had free speech left in the world. And it looks like that's changing. So the technology and the protocol that's, that podcasting is built off of, RSS, um, is controlled essentially by an index. So it doesn't matter how the technology works. Just think of, you know, there's a big way to store all of these different podcasts. Mm-hmm. Okay, so think about all the different podcasts in the world. So you're saying a centralized file. Very of... centralized. Mm-hmm. So one company pretty much owns the entire index for every podcast. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yes, RSS was decentralized, but the fact that we've centralized the index, it's no like if you get removed from the index, you get removed from basically the protocol, you get removed from every single podcasting app and platform there is. This is what happened with Alex Jones. He got deplatformed. They removed him from the from the from the uh, index, and we also see the opposite side of that, which is not totally being removed, but you're stuck behind a paywall. So Joe Rogan's going Spotify exclusive. You now have to purchase Spotify to listen to Joe Rogan. Fuck that. Mm-hmm. He's a sellout. That's bullshit. <laughs> I, honest, I yeah. love Joe Rogan, but I am not going to listen to him anymore. Personally, I will not do it. I he had the best podcast, one of the best podcasts in the world. And he did it on video, and that's what made it great. And then he removed that, and now he's on Spotify, and you have to pay for Spotify. So this is exactly what we're trying to uh, to trying to change. So I bought Spotify to listen to Joe Rogan, and listen, there's many there's many factors here. Let me there's well, let me dive in. The user interface of Spotify so much better than Apple Music, right? Listen, the the data, the data of Spotify is beautiful. But, so, you know, those are some reasons why I, I uh, went to Spotify. And then there's, I you know, I love Joe Rogan. Like, I like listening, being able to listen to Joe Rogan. But Spotify literally forced my hand and goes, if you don't buy our platform, you can't listen to this person. And we're seeing this in, in other spaces too. If, if your ideas don't align with the owners of the, the said platform, you know, you may not be welcome on the platform. 
and people don't get to hear your voice through that platform. So there's, you know, it's I guess it's like harder decisions that we have to make about uh, our principles, our, the things that matter to us, really. What are some of your principles? I really like Bud Light. <laughs> <laughs> Bud, Bud Light over Coors Light right now. See, what, what happens is it's a three-year rotation of light beers because light beers, they're all pretty similar, right? But so for three years, I'm drinking Coors Light. For three years, and I'm drinking Michelob Ultra, and now it's Bud Light's turn. So principle, I, I switch beers every three years. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm going to make you change that to four. Because then that would align with the four-year cycle of Bitcoin pumps. So it's like okay. every four years you'll change your beer Bitcoin <laughs> pump. We're yeah. also talking about the day that Bitcoin's had an all-time high. So <laughs> yeah, and luckily I'm at an all-time high right now. <laughs> number of beers or uh, uh, that's yes, absolutely number of beers. I uh, I think I'm at four. It usually only takes three. My pants were down behind, around my ankles. <laughs> but I'm doing a podcast and I'm not naked. <laughs> I promise you. <laughs> oh, man. I, I got us off a little bit. I got us off on a little bit of a tangent. I apologize. There are no tangents. We're off the rip. <laughs> if you don't like it, stop listening. We're not providing value. Damn. In that That's case, where it goes. No, yeah, yeah. It's free case. speech. Who cares? That's what we're saying. <laughs> yeah, I can say whatever I want. Yeah. Like, I don't care. Just be free. Say what you feel. Obviously, probably not in a way that puts your career in jeopardy. Yeah, we're yeah, not trying you. to cancel anybody here. Yeah, no, no, no. Not canceling anybody. Damn, that's just like... That really is fucking awesome. The I the the true idea and the true feeling. It's and it's like everyone says it's like don't care about what the haters say, don't care about what people say on social media. It's like there's one thing to true like to say that and then but also truly feel that. It's like to put yourself on the airwaves and like and and do this and truly believe in your freedom and truly believe that I'm gonna say whatever I want and I truly do not care if you are with me or with against me if you are with me like let's fucking ride like yeah. let's ride together let's support each other but if you're not it's like listen get out of my way it's 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 one thing to, like i said it's one thing to say that one thing to be truly about that and we're seeing ways now that people are people are standing up people are standing up for that idea that their life their individuality what they do and and expressing themselves to the point of like they will not be compromised. You think so? In COVID 2021, you think people are standing up right now? Well, I guess the people that I'm trying to listen to or the people that I'm trying to associate myself with or learn from, I mean, obviously it's a, a lot of being told what the fuck's happening and what's going on. And, and it's really up to you to do your own research on, on it all. Cause you're going to be fed things like, it's just obvious now that you're being fed narratives depending on what someone's agenda is, what they want you to think, what they want you to hear, what they want you to know. They're going to tell you that, and, and you have to have at least, like, and, and, and honestly, it goes back to the first thing that we're saying. It's like, life can be so tough that it's like, 
I don't have the energy to give a like to truly find the truth. Yeah. I don't have the energy to go down the rabbit hole because I'm fucking tired. I'm working eight to five at a job that's not that's not filling my soul up, or I'm not doing things that are like filling my cup up. Like, yeah. to, so I can have the energy to go do things that like will actually actually are living. Like that actually means you are living. This goes back to the inspiration that we were talking about at the beginning. Like you found a message that you liked in a world where the entire message was controlled by a select group of people in a way that inspired you during a time where everybody is pretty much, you know, we're all experiencing COVID and we're not going to sit here and talk about COVID all the time Mm -hmm. because that's what everybody does. (laughs) But the thing is, it's affecting every single person in the world. So you can't not mention it. Mm-hmm. So it's the thing is we're not going to try to pick a side. We're not going to sit here and, you know, say one thing is different than the other. But the thing is sometimes people need to vent. The thing is <laughs> the reality is people are going through something that we haven't ever experienced. Mm-hmm. And it's having a huge mental effect on the entire planet. And it's like how can you not talk about it? It is literally every – like every fucking party you go to, even oh, – well, a party, small gathering – if you're six oh, feet yeah. away, you like don't want to luckily, all the rules, Jack. Yeah, no, luckily, you know, I'm surrounding myself with people who, you know, use a little bit of their their self governing, and, and we're we're being smart about it. But you know, like I'm still gonna see people. That's my life. That is that is life, right? So it's I, I I'm happy that there's people who think similar similarly to that. And oh, excuse me. I <laughs> think similar to, similarly to that, and just are valuing their freedom over the idea that um, this is super super dangerous. But what I wanted to go on was the the fact that every conversation, the small the small talk in the office. God, the small talk in the office. <laughs> the small talk in the office. God damn, dude. It's literally just like, oh, it's like, it's like, oh, w- w- were they social distance or oh, 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 they're doing that, or it's oh man, hey, have you talked about COVID? Have you seen for the last year? It's like I'm done. Yeah. I'm done with that. I can't do yeah. it. I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> it, it it just I, like. Fuck, like, I'll, I'll wear the mask. I'll, I'll wear the mask. Just don't talk to me. Just do not fucking talk to me about COVID anymore. Because I, I don't care what you think about it. I could, I literally could care fucking less what you think about COVID. <laughs> I, I, and, and maybe someone's listening to me and thinking the same thing. But listen, I got to yell because I'm so tired of it. And, and hopefully you're in your car. You're wherever you are. Yell with me. Because yes. no, everyone's done with it. Everyone's done with it. They're making it a big, it bigger than it needs to be. The nar- it's about the narrative. Instead of saying, hey, the whole time saying, hey, this is bad, but you know we're going to get better. We're going to come together in terms of we're not going to think it's it, – we're, we're taking it seriously, but we're not going to let it run our lives. Just like – just like name another fucking disease that kills everybody it doesn't run your life it doesn't everything you do isn't centered around it it's just a part of life yeah. like you just accept it yeah and this is off the rip like <laughs> yeah. we didn't plan to talk about this we just and we're just gonna say how we feel and we're gonna have a deep engaging conversation and that's the point of the show really i love that yeah 
I really need to get that off my chest. Thank you for allowing me the platform to do that. <laughs> oh, man. So we're, what else are we going to do? We're also talking about doing live. We're talking about mm-hmm. doing shout-outs, getting people to, if you want to have a message, you want to share it with the world, do it. Send it in to us. We will include you on the show. We'll read it if you don't feel like exposing your voice. But if you want to send us an audio file, we'll put it on the show. It's It's questions it's it's uh, comments or like i mean if, if you want to go off the rip i mean that'll fuel us it, yeah it'll, fuel it'll us give us something to talk about <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's the whole point of podcasting finding things to talk about right but the thing is the the way the value for value podcasting plan the value is providing something that people want to listen to and wanting you to engage with us about the topic and and, and like with this this one and this this show like I am not a I do not I know people I don't know Bitcoin I know Kaz I trust Kaz Kaz get, got me in the motherfucking pocketbook you know like I like I trust him I don't know shit about Bitcoin I don't know shit about shit I know people I trust cats, and like, I just think it's worth y'all developing a relationship uh, with Kaz around Bitcoin, around these concepts, because he's knowledgeable on them, he cares about them, he puts in work to understand them, understand where it's going, and not everyone has the time to, to do that. Not everyone, everyone has their thing, and, and I know that's not the only thing about you, but it is something that you have like vouched for from the fucking beginning since I met you. Yeah. Like I, I, I was like, when when was that? Like when when did your like? Because I, I met you, you know, I think sophomore year of college. Mm-hmm. I was a freshman. You were a sophomore, yeah. And like, w- when was the who who introduced you? <laughs> So a random forum on the internet is the first time I read the word mm, Bitcoin. We love random forums <laughs> on the internet. The first time I read the word Bitcoin was not whenever I actually went down the rabbit hole. I didn't. I mean, I was a senior in high school when I read Bitcoin, and I went on a podcast a couple weeks ago. Meet the Taco Plebs. Nick from Bitcoin Magazine gets a shout out if you're listening, my yeah. boy. Um, and I explained this story that basically I watched a documentary that told me how the money system was broken at a time that I already had libertarian sort of a libertarian ideology, but I didn't really have any concept of money. I mean, I was a senior in high school. I was working like at a sporting goods store and, you know, that's it. So my concept of how the entire monetary system worked was not developed yet. I was like <laughs> fucking 18 year or 17 year old. Like, so... I read about it, you know, I saw this after I had been exposed to the monetary system like being broken, but I didn't see that that was the answer. Mm-hmm. That's how most people in Bitcoin, like the first time you see it, you're not gonna be like, well, not for everybody, Some everyone's different. But like most people I've talked to, they don't, you know, immediately fall down and be like, I'm gonna invest my entire life savings in this <laughs> because they read something on the on an internet yes. forum. <laughs> I hope you don't do that. Well, I mean, oh, Wall Street. I guess <laughs> Wall Street bets. I guess that is how the monetary system works. Yeah, I guess that's how it's gonna go now. If it's yeah, so. <laughs> that's hilarious. That's hilarious. Can we get into this for a second? I want to talk. If, about yeah, this, if so. this is this is go off, Young King. Let's go. So, 
I did this. I did a podcast with Pierre Richard about a week ago, talking about this Wall Street bets thing, and it's been overhashed. But I feel like, in the grand scheme of things, people are waking up that the whole system, you, they does not give a fuck about you. Mm-hmm. They literally, there was two minutes left in the football game. They were down by, uh, you know, one point with like. Four yards to the goal line. They're going for the two-point conversion. They pitch out to the side. He's running. He's in. He's he's a yard away from the end zone, and they are allowed to stop the game, call a timeout, and then flip and say, no, you have to go to the other goal line now. And you can't go for this one. You now have 99 yards or whatever to go all the mm-hmm. way across the field. And this... I think a lot of people are aware of the fact that the market is corrupt. I don't think that's a big shock mm-hmm. to anybody. Yeah, Big money corrupts the market. But mm-hmm. the fact that it was so blatantly thrown yep. in people's face yes. that it's like, we are not going to allow you to win because we are rich and you are not. Yeah. And you can't get there. I think it pissed a lot of people off. God, and they did it so... It's so out. They didn't even try to hide it. Mm-mm. They literally told you to your face, like, we're fucking you. Period. Like, point blank, period. And then it's so funny because, like, the irony of, like, Robin Hood is, like, the <laughs> stealing from the rich, giving to the poor. But the dude is in cahoots with the, uh, I, I think you put me. Uh, Melvin Capital. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who? One of the guys on their board is Ben Bernanke. How Ben Bernanke collapsed the financial system like 12 years ago. And it's like, what? This is where we're at. That's beautifully ironic. It's a club. It's a club. It's the... uh, We're not in it. it, We are not in it. But, fuck, let's make our own, bro. Like, the the, the people... that's That's the thing. That's the thing. People are now, like you said... Waking up to this idea, whether it's politics, like if you're on one side or the other yelling at each other, you're missing the point. Yeah. You are completely missing the you're point. You're falling into the trap that they want they you to want be in. You and to I am that. guilty of it, and I will admit on air Absolutely. to all of my good friends who I have argued with over the past year that I am guilty of it myself. We all are. Yes, I'm, yes. It's impossible not to. Like, it's literally such a controversial topic that affects every human, and there's one side and there's another side, and you have to pick one. How the fuck are you going to agree? And, and, and the thing about it is that everything now is centered around it. You can't go anywhere and not have something. ESPN, I want to go watch sports. But now they have everything politicized on the... On, they're, they're doing specials. Like, I understand if you're passionate about something and, and passionate about cause, like, put yourself out there. Fight for what you believe in and your virtues and the things that you value. That's what Kaz is doing. That's what we're doing. The things that we value, we're going to talk about them. Fully support that. But don't get mad at me when I want to watch you dunk a basketball so fucking hard that you break the fucking backboard. And, 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 but you're talking to me about like racism. I was like, I, I, I know. I want to get I just want to watch you fucking dunk the basketball. And it's not. The, the player has a voice. I know that. I'm not saying that they don't. I want to watch him do what his God-given talent on this earth is to do is put it between his legs and fucking tomahawk slam it and <laughs> literally put his nuts in another dude's fucking face as he posterizes him in the paint. Get me up. Like, like let's go. Like, that is the shit. Like, I want to see Tom Brady throw a fucking perfect 45-yard ball down 
into Scotty Miller's little tiny hands. It's just per- it's a perfect ball without ma- being made feel guilty. Like, is that too much to ask? I don't I don't know. Like, it might be. Oh my god, this is why I love you, man. <laughs> that's that's fun. That is fun. Yeah, but it's true. So this is this is exactly what this show. It, it you, you basically expelled it out for people. Like we want to be passionate and talk about things that r- allow us to express our passion, and sometimes that's directed in things we don't even like, <laughs> like what we're talking about right now. Like this is bullshit, yeah, but it, it riles us up, and it's like, man, we need a release. Yeah, off the rip. Off the man, I I can't tell you. My my therapist is gonna love this. You know, like. <laughs> 2021, you're not going to a digital therapist. You just start a podcast and hope people listen. <laughs> just expel it into the ether, you know. And if someone catches it, I I hope someone catches it. The radio waves are out there. There's an alien that's picking this signal up somewhere in the galaxy. Like this motherfucker gets it. I've been watching this soap opera happen for the last year, and it's like, gosh, it really has been. And that's what's so that's what's so crazy. It's so narrative drip it is it's like we are surprised a reality star was the leader of the free nation it's like no it's the system created that like you think that you're like against donald trump or for donald trump's like donald trump was the product of of it it's the product of everything it's the product of the the people inside of it hollywood the people that put out the content that you consume it, he is the product. He became president from sh- taking a shit and tweeting to people. And, and it worked because that's what fucking works. Yeah. That's what works to people. I mean, not, not, every, not every person, but for the majority of them, yes. I am not a fan of any side, and I'm going to make that clear on the air right now so anybody's listening. Um, but what the, I'll give Donald Trump credit for is the dude realized the power of memes <laughs> he was creating a bunch of really good memes. MAGA is a meme. The whole idea of Make America Great Again is a meme. Listen to the science, follow the rules, everything, really when you look at it, of how it's portrayed and you're being, like, through the medium that you're absorbing it through, mm-hmm. it's a meme. It's just people don't look at it that way because when they typically think of what a meme is, they think of a picture on the internet. Yeah. A meme is the consolidation of an idea into a piece of content that is easily you can look at the look at the look at the whatever it is Mm -hmm. and absorb the message instantly it's like this is clear to me what they're trying to say build back better that's a meme Mm -hmm. it's usually three to four words i've talked about this on a podcast before Mm -hmm. there's a lot of people that talk about this um memetics and all these ideas It's, it's super interesting when you go down it but it's like man it's happening from every level and it's propaganda which is a term that's been demonized propaganda can be good or bad Propaganda is a way to influence your mind and basically share something. And it's like, it's notoriously been like aligned with conspiracy theorists. Mm-hmm. And they say pro- propaganda is like what the government points out. But propaganda is anything. My, my content is propaganda. It's just Bitcoin propaganda. <laughs> and Bye, so Bitcoin. I basically decided like who everybody in the world is like, oh, I'm going to politicize LinkedIn. And I'm going to politicize because we're self-policing now and we feel like since this is so overwhelming, mm-hmm. we have to put 
this out and, and let everybody know, you know, it's like, oh, this person died. I need to post it on my Instagram story to show that I'm aligned with this message and virtue signal this and all this mm -hmm. stuff. And I basically said, okay, fuck that. You probably have a good idea from where I stand if you listen to what I say and what I do and if you're a close friend of me, but that doesn't matter. If you don't know me, you're going to think I only care about Bitcoin. And there's one reason for that. It's because it solves literally every single problem we are fighting today. And it's the most imp fundamentally important thing in the world right now. Every single thing people are talking about, COVID, all these things, Bitcoin solves. They would not exist if we used Bitcoin. Damn, that's... That's quite a claim, and I I know you could justify it's, it's, your I know you could justify claim. your claim. But I think I, let, let me ask you this: How would someone someone right now in a position where they have no money in Bitcoin, they are just now getting into it? They see the things that we see. They see the systems. <clears throat> they want to be an individual first with, and they don't want to be regulated with the way that they potentially do transactions in the future yeah. or, or share their information. How does someone, like, what do you tell someone who looks at the price of Bitcoin and it's like, what, is it $40,000, $39,000, How do you communicate to a normie, a normal person, like, like me? I don't know anything about it. I know you. I trust you. That's how I know about it. So what do you tell someone when they want to, like, they want to get in, but they feel like it's too late. Yeah, so I think that's one of the most powerful things about Bitcoin. It is. I think the, one of the fundamentally most important things about Bitcoin is that it's designed to pump forever. Number go up technology is what we call it. And we use that as a joke, but it's, it's reality. Doesn't matter how it's happening technically. Nobody, if you're not technical, you probably don't give a shit about that. I'm technical but I know not everybody is. So the fundamentals of how Bitcoin works allows it to be, allows it to pump forever. And every time Bitcoin pumps, more and more people get exposed to the idea of it. More and more people say, okay, now this is, maybe it's a valid asset class. When can you say it's not? Whenever Bitcoin's a trillion dollar market cap, whenever it's five trillion and it's more valuable than any company in the world, Whenever it's 10 or 15 trillion and we're, we're talking about it in comparison as a store of value to the entire market cap of gold, which has existed for, you know, thousands of years. Mm -hmm. So it's like, when can you, when can you say, okay, Bitcoin is one? I've already, I already think Bitcoin is one. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> somebody who's new that's coming into this and they're like, okay, you're late to Bitcoin. I just completely, I don't agree with that, mm -hmm. but it's, you have to frame the message in the right way. So you don't have to buy a full Bitcoin. That's the first thing. Mm -hmm. Fundamentally important. You don't have to pay $40,000 right now, whatever it is, and buy a full one because it's pretty much d divisible out to 10 decimal places. You can buy pretty much from any, like Satoshis are the way to break Bitcoin down. Think of it like the dollar to the cent. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to buy the full dollar to make up, like to make up the value of one. So you can stack sats small amounts of bitcoin over time mm -hmm. and this is the thing because bitcoin has gone up over time like if you didn't sell pretty much 99 percent of people are in profit mm -hmm. if you don't sell like you're at an all-time high at this second pretty much of mm -hmm. today like 
So if you look at it and say, I'm going to hold this asset over the course of five or 10 years, the day-to-day -day volatility is only to your benefit. Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay, it doesn't matter if it collapses 50% over the course of the next two years because it was, it was way, way overbought, which it goes through those cycles where it's like, it pumps, people think it's dead in the troughs, and it's like, okay. But if you look at it, it is gaining value continuously over the long term. Mm -hmm. And it is eating currencies, and it's, and it's solving real-world problems. The problems we're talking about right now are censorship, which it's a basically unconfiscatable digital currency. The second problem is losing value through what the, basically the state controlling money. And they debase it over time so you lose value that you don't see, and that can't happen in Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. So if I were to walk up to one, per, like one person that doesn't know, some random person walks up to me and they mm. ask me, okay, why? Give me one reason or two reasons why I would think about Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. Can't be debased and it can't be taken from you. So your value is yours. Unless you forget your password. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Like that guy, that fucking jabron. Okay. <laughs> what okay, happened with that? I don't know about that. I don't know. That's perfect. That's perfect, right? Okay, so this guy bought Bitcoin. You're talking about the guy with like 240 million or something, right? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. He forgot his password. <laughs> Whatever that means. Um, so he bought Bitcoin a while ago. More than likely, this dude stored it on a hard drive. And he forgot the password to the hard drive to access the information mm -hmm. that was stored on it. And he put a pin on it. So after 10 tries, the hard drive basically, you know, you, you can't access anything on it anymore. Yeah. It's a brick. Okay. <laughs> so I, he's like, he's basically fighting against, uh -huh. do I brick it? Or do I just brute force it and try to guess the password that I made eight years ago? Mm -hmm. I, I wouldn't have done that. I don't think, I mean, I just think. So what maybe the misunderstanding of the common, the person who hears that story, right? Yeah. Gets a little frightened is that like he can't access his Bitcoin due to uh, like a reason other than like it's your heart, like the hardware, the physical hardware. Like he doesn't know the password to his hard drive. And, yes. and it's not that he doesn't, like he still has access to the Bitcoin. He just was a dumb fucking idiot. Is that is that Bitcoin's problem? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm sorry if you can't remember your computer password. Is that the whole internet's problem? <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I just I don't see the argument here. Like, I understand the guy was in a in a in a bad situation. That sucks. I personally would have tried to brute force it the way that mm -hmm. he did. If I had 240 million dollars sitting in Bitcoin in something I could not access, I would make a deal. With a company that specializes in doing that and say, oh, okay, I'll offer you 10 or 30 or 50%. Yeah, it's money I don't have, yeah. and I will literally be a hundred millionaire after. Yeah. Who cares? He could have offered like most of it away and been mm. set for the rest of his life. So, yeah. didn't do that. Um, Damn. So, but the thing is, like, I'm not going to deny the fact that Bitcoin demands a new level of personal responsibility. Mm -hmm. But that's the trade off that you have whenever you give up the convenience of. Putting your money in something you don't control. Excellent. In terms of, it's it's the concept, it's the idea behind it, it's the concept, it's the technology behind it that truly gives it its its illustrious like holy grail, like holy shit, like we just found the key. We just found the key to fix 
these things that like are so pro- so prevalent right now that we see our, we're seeing the outcomes of those yeah. um, of those problems right now. Uh, so like someone who doesn't know anything about Bitcoin, right, is gonna how where do you buy like you go to a bank right to for your money where do you go right to buy bitcoin and i know i know so many of your listeners already know what this is but like i know some business major boys out here who are trying to trying to stack paper trying to get themselves set but they don't know yeah stack sats yeah fuck the paper (laughs) no fuck paper gang baby fuck paper gang (laughs) stack sats all day baby so but the most important thing is you need to have a way to store your time and your value in something that does not lose value. That's what Bitcoin is. So it's not that it's a paper or it's digital or it's anything. The fact is that we needed a system that traps your stored energy as a person. Think about it. Your monetary output is your life energy. It's everything about you, right? All the work that you put all in. All the work the that you've put in for everything you possibly do. It's like I understand that you're you have a you have a dimension of your personality that is not monetary. Mm-hmm. I'm not yes, saying yes, that yes, at yes, all. Yes. But I'm saying like what you contribute to society is measured on a monetary scale. Mm-hmm. And that value is diminishing. If you are storing your your life, your value, your time. Time is really the key. Yeah. It's time because you spent a lot of time working hours. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you spent you know X amount of time last year to earn a hundred thousand dollars, and you saved you know X amount of money. Okay, well what the government did last year, you lost twenty five percent of what you had saved. So how much time did you lose? Fuck. Oh man, I did not think of it like that. It's a powerful concept. Mm. It really will change the way you view every single thing you look at in your entire life. And it's a profound concept. It's, it's called time preference. It's not my idea. Totally not saying that. Time preference is do I want to purchase this good now or forego and save that money for the future? And it's in that concept, holistically, when you take a step back, mm-hmm can be applied to pretty much everything in your life. Mm -hmm. Time preference can be, uh, am I gonna go wake up and work out today? Because I'm gonna gonna spend the rest of my day in a good mood. If I do, Mm -hmm. my body's gonna feel better in the long term. Mm -hmm. That's a low time preference decision. It's like, yeah, you did something that you probably didn't wanna do Mm -hmm. in the moment because it's going to benefit you in the future. That's time preference. Gosh, and so many people and so many things that I that I try to do and people try to do like when we're trying to be our best selves and operate in that sphere operate of I can deprive myself now to set myself up in the future and it's a delicate beautiful balance because life is a very cruel and awesome bitch but <laughs> but, but this, is, this is like that is the whole struggle every day like what because you have to enjoy it if you continue to put the you know do the things that are only in the future is like why are yeah. you living right now but th- that 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 concept is so powerful, and the idea that there's now an emerging new way to set yourself up for that in the future, instead of like letting your money sit right now and just l- and and lose value, 
I mean, obviously, there's value in having money in a bank account with fucking Bank of America. Fuck Bank sure. of America. They, Bank of America, uh, gave away a lot of their data, um, in order to like find people for the uh, sir, the, the the siege of the Capitol. The insurrectionists at the Capitol. Oh, the terrifying yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. I'm worried to answer my door yeah. because there may be MAGA people at the door. Don't look under the bed. There's a MAGA person. <laughs> He's always the lurking. MAGA monster. MAGA monster, dude. Then it's like, you know, you know, fuck those people. I don't care, but I also don't want my, like, I don't want a company at the whim of the government going, here, give us a list of people who fit this criteria, and the criteria is broad. And now, and now they have me on some list, even though I wasn't wearing the horns in the damn, in the Capitol. Yeah. I was straight chilling. But, but it's just the, it's, it's just that I, it's just that idea of I know I need money in it in that capacity right now because that's that's how things are kind of right now a little bit right now for the majority of people who aren't fully caught up with the way things are going or are, are trying to go so I, I understand that but it's just a, a super powerful and honestly just like so what you're telling me is that like it's it's not too late to start Oh. Putting and, and it's all—it's obviously not a, not even that it's not too late. It's it's a necessity that you start putting some of your allocating some of your assets into growing your Bitcoin base. Absolutely, I think it's it's the most important decision any individual this day could make. I'm not saying take every single thing you have and you know this is not financial advice, whatever mm-hmm. you know, dump it all into Bitcoin at this. No, that's not what it's about. And the company that I work for is literally building a product, or we have a product built that is you take money that you have coming in, you dollar cost average into Bitcoin over the long period of time based on your time preference. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like <clears throat> you don't have to. It's not that you bought Bitcoin at a certain price. The fact I buy Bitcoin every single day at every price, (laughs) all the time, because the only thing I measure it by is do I have more today than I had yesterday? And the only way you can do that is not sell what you have and buy more. And going back to what you originally said, it's it's the easiest time in Bitcoin's history to rationalize in buying it mm-hmm. like truly if you look at what happened in 2020 we um i should have done that in the mic by the way man come on that was a weak pop come bud, on bud light bottle doesn't have that same number five <laughs> <laughs> jack's gonna put his hands Uh-oh. on his head walking around the table in just a couple minutes <laughs> uh-oh gotta get me off the mic before then <laughs> but, okay you see what happens when we destroy our currency in one, well, not destroy it. We have the most powerful currency in the world. Mm-hmm. I'm not denying that aspect, and I'm not trying to downplay the fact that we have a very powerful currency on the global scale. But when you print pretty much 60% of the dollars that are in history in one year, it has an effect on prices. It distorts prices. It distorts wages. It does a lot of things when you do that on top of closing businesses and people are out of money. Mm-hmm. So. The, fa- the savings that they had is actually less than what they thought they had because prices have gone up because we've devalued the underlying asset that they're measured in. So 
then you see that, and then you see, in response to what we did, 30-something companies said, we're gonna allocate a portion of our retained earnings through our corporate treasury, and we're going to buy Bitcoin with it, mm. and they bought 6% of the entire Bitcoin supply in about eight months. Wow. So, are they gonna sell it? No, they're gonna hold it forever. Mm. So. If you're looking for a reason to do it, do it because the big guys that you are against, that you hate, the fucking hedge funds, all those people, this is what they're buying. This is what they're buying. This is what they're interested in mm -hmm. because it is it is going to be the dominant store of value over the next decade. Wow. That is just... <laughs> it, 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 it's just... It, it's crazy because you've known about this and you've been talking about this for a while but it's still not even like, like uh, the wave's still going up, correct? Like, correct me if I'm wrong. Like, I still would be kind of early, or no? You're still early. But that and that's amazing. I tweeted last night in all caps. We're still front running pretty much the entire world. <laughs> Most people in the world don't own Bitcoin. How many how many white claws deep were you last night when you tweeted that? Not white claw. That was it was it was <laughs> martinis, man. <laughs> I went deep. <laughs> hey, listen, we gotta we gotta fight the demons somehow, you know. We fight them with Bitcoin. We fight them decentralized. We fight them with the Bud Lights. Cheers, cheers to you, cheers, Kaz. Dude. Yeah, hey, cheers. Cheers to that, baby. <laughs> Clank. So, I think like we've been, we've been talking, and like I just really. For, yeah, we, we said we weren't going to cut it. We, yeah. we, we didn't cut it. We just had to take a quick uh, potty break. Yeah, and we're back. We're, so uh, we're, we're back. coming back, trying to remember where we were in the conversation. So you're asking, what are you asking? For for, for me and for, I know, like a, a lot of people, it's still unclear. Like if I want to start allocating some of the time and work that I put in in my everyday life to go towards stocking up some Bitcoin, where do I go? What do I do, and like, how, what's what do you recommend that process being of like, if I'm trying to buy some each day, like, what, yeah. where do you go? What do you do? Right. So, the first thing is when I tell people that Bitcoin is not an investment. Bitcoin's actually how I save my money, and it's the majority of how I save pretty much all of my money. Yeah, I have some fiat to cover expenses. I'm not totally Bitcoin, but I pretty much don't own anything else. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna be blunt about that. Mm -hmm. Like this is what I believe in, and I believe that it's the best way to accumulate wealth over the long term because of the fact that it's designed to pump forever. Because of that, I, you can't time the market. You can't even try to be like, oh, I'm gonna come in. You know, people ask me. It's like someone asked me when Bitcoin was at like 12k. They're like, do you think I should wait till it drops back to 8k so I can buy some then? And I was like, no. It's fundamentally the most important thing in the whole world. It's undervalued at a million dollars a Bitcoin. Uh, buy whatever you can, like, mm -hmm. as you can. Um, but so the, you're think, saying, like, the price doesn't even, the way that you think about it. You're measuring the value of a fixed, scarce asset in something that is designed to dump forever, which is fiat currency. It has notoriously lost its value since we the inception of the dollar has lost 90 something percent of its value mm -hmm. in real terms of purchasing power when wow. you measure it against bitcoin it's lost 99 percent. 
99 even more than that. So it's like <clears throat> Bitcoin is a way to save wealth as long as you're not concerned about the day-to-day. -day. So cover what you need to cover the day-to-day to what you're putting into Bitcoin. Imagine it like a 401k. Mm -hmm. Okay. You're yeah. not going to touch this money. Mm -hmm. You're not going to touch. The nominal amount does not matter. Mm -hmm. Worry about the number. Some. It's real estate, dude. It's And I hate when people talk about Bitcoin as digital real estate, but that's what it is. Mm -hmm. And it's true real estate because we have this idea that real estate is like fundamentally scarce. It's not. But there are only a certain amount of Bitcoins that you can buy. Mm -hmm. So the share that you have is not going to be diluted. They're not going to stock split you. They're not going to print more dollars. They, it's built into the woven fa fabric of Bitcoin. And the best way to do that is to start buying a little bit of, a, a little bit of Bitcoin um, over the course of time and continue to stack it and stack it, stack it, buy mm -hmm. it weekly, whatever cadence you want. Um, weekly is good for fees and things like that. But uh, the more important thing is to l limit your exposure to fiat in a way that you feel comfortable mm -hmm. and, and store a proportional amount of value in something that you think is safe. Mm -hmm. People's, people say this all the time in Bitcoin. Your investment in Bitcoin is, is totally proportional to your knowledge in it. So like, why would you spend your entire life savings because some random person told you to buy it. No, probably do like your own fucking research. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and exactly. read a little bit and under like the questions that you have. It's like, how does Bitcoin solve the thing that Kaz says it solves? If I don't make that clear enough for you, go answer it yourself because I guarantee you that all these people would not believe in something if they didn't have an answer to the question. Mm -hmm. Like, trust me, you're not the smartest person in the world and you're not the first person to think of that argument. Mm -hmm. Everyone's thought of that argument and they thought of 10 different solutions for it. Mm -hmm. So that's my, that's my answer. And the best way to do that, Swan Bitcoin. This is not an ad, this is a company I work for. It, we have a product built around dollar cost averaging Bitcoin with your bank account. Convert it directly as it comes and say, okay, 10% of what I make, I'm going to allocate to Bitcoin. Bro, and I just want to say this, value for value, bro, Swan, so what, what is the name again? Swan Bitcoin. Swan Bitcoin believed in you, believes in you, and, and your knowledge, right? And like, it creates value for you, which you create value for the people who are listening. Like, that is true value. Like, getting yourself on a platform in a way that you can teach and talk to people about this because people i'm just telling you they're jabrones like me bro and they don't know they don't get it and like listen like i said i st i still 100 percent don't know like i'm not i'm not i'm not at yes, that level i'm not I at that it. and i am so excited to watch you uh Hopefully, mm -hmm. you know, your, your opinion changes the more and more we, we talk about these ideas. And it's like, okay, you have a question. You're probably having the question that a lot of people that are our friends or these people, you know, whoever they are, that mm -hmm. they're introduced to this new thing they don't understand. Mm -hmm. they, they come across the same questions. Mm -hmm. And so where you're at in your journey, you can we can live through you. And I think that's something that's powerful to Bitcoiners and people that are not into Bitcoin yet, the pre-coiners. What you, what you said about and what made me feel so good and I, what I think is such a, like, a message that resonates with the people is that you're looking at it 
as as a way where you're diversifying your wealth. Like if you understand that you the concept of taking the money that you earn and putting it in something that's going to create value for later, right there that that right there that concept a lot of people can get yes. and people do get and this is this is a perfect way to do that. Diversify your mother fucking portfolio motherfuckers okay like, like just I'm start gonna, there i completely disagree with you but yeah, oh, really? no we're fine hey dude the oh, thing okay is, we believe we live in a world where people think it's criminal to disagree with each other i'm, yeah, yeah. I'm completely fine that you disagree with me because it's different for every person mm-hmm. i i'm not a believer in diversifying wealth at 25 years old wait so what I, are you what are you doing i what think do you- concentration of wealth builds wealth mm-hmm. diversification protects it so if you're uh, trying to diversify before you even have a substantial amount of wealth, you're never going to have it. Okay. You're spreading yourself too thin in a way that you're never, like, it's like. So you're, you're, you are. I'm treating Bitcoin the way an entrepreneur treats a startup. And that's high risk, high reward. Yes. I could be wrong. I think the, the reward drastically outweighs the uh, potential of it failing. Because in my eyes, where I am, I think. Bitcoin either fails, and I um, I don't think it will, but mm-hmm. I, I'm not saying there's a non-zero chance that it does. Mm-hmm. Um, and the chance that it succeeds, it eats almost all of the world's monetary value for every asset. For all stocks, for all stores of value, for every currency, for derivatives, for everything. We're talking about um, it could be trillions of dollars of wealth measured today because it doesn't matter what it's measured in the future because it's constantly going up. Um, so it's like over the course of the next decade, I mean. <clears throat> so Kaz has skipped the dip his toe in the pool stage and he has full I on there. cannonball. You, start, <laughs> you have the, the important message for people is you have to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. You can't start. Balls deep. <laughs> it sounds like what, what you're what you're saying. What to the point? After all your research, after all the time, this is where you've gotten that you are going to concentrate your the 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 earning potential, like you say, your life force with, with the, what you put out. You are going to concentrate that and in, back into Bitcoin because you believe the it stores my time better than anything else available today. That's, that's really it. And I mean, to say that I know anything about the other ways to store and add uh, value over time that I fundamentally understand the other ways in which you do that as like, like I don't, I'm, I'm a Joe Schmo. I literally, I, I am normal in terms of, I have never been exposed to this information but this information is drastically changing the way that I think. And it's aligning with bringing it full circle, the values in which that we're and the principles that we live each day. Like yes. it aligns with that. It's, it's, it aligns with what I want to be, what I believe in and how I want to conduct myself. So they're all, they're all compelling arguments. And it's just, it's just crazy. Cause like, I'm just on the other side of the spectrum in terms of, of, of knowledge. And, and I continue to say, I know people, I don't know things. Mm-hmm. And the only reason that I'm even able to understand this that, 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 or have this conversation is because I know and trust you. And 
that seems to be working out fine since I get the information from the boy that I trust. Like, I don't know. That's the way that that's my path. I don't know. But uh, I think you've said a lot of things, and we've talked about it in a way that I think a lot of people more similar to me on the knowledge spectrum of Bitcoin are going to go, okay, like, I this isn't as daunting as I thought. Like, this isn't as, this isn't as, like, crazy uh, of, like, how do I get in? What, what are the barriers? It's like, it's, it, it's no. It's just you, you consider, like, even just, dip, like you said, dip, we're dipping the toe in. Like, yeah. just acquire a little bit. You don't have to go full balls to the wall risk on it, but, like, why not have a little bit in terms of me? That's I know we differ on that, but like I'm saying, why not have a little bit of it as yeah. as we're learning and as we're growing and as we're seeing the world change into a where the 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 way to fix it. That's the thing. If you're thinking that the world's gonna be fixed, or you think the world's gonna stay broke, like I don't know. I look at I look at culture. I look at the things going on, and it's like. They want us to kind of be separated from each other. They yeah. want us to be kind of. Uh, you know, I, I see these problems. I see that there's a, a difference in, um, like, there's a people who have and there's people who don't have. And, and it's obvious that they want to keep power. And they want to centralize. They want to centralize power. They want to centralize information. And this is the opposite of that. This yeah. is... This is this is the resistance. This, like, that's what I imagine it as. It really is. That is wild. It's like and it's yes. like it, it, that's just a wild concept, yeah. and it's like realizing it in real time, like at, like right now. Yeah. Like, yeah. So this is this is what I love is because I'm going to be able to actually see the expressions you have on your face as you fall down the rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah. Like literally, you're going to be like, oh fuck, I never thought about it like that before. Mm. I hope that I, I hope I'm not arrogant in saying that, but I hope that's what happens. No, I mean this is this is such a like an interesting, just such an interesting topic, and for me it's like I am more of like the conceptual person and the and the ideas that it represents and the the things that I th- and the problems that it solves like. I, you're, you're the technology, you are in the weeds about it. And I'm, I just, I'm not at that, I'm not at that level, but I understand how we could solve problems. Mm -hmm. And I think that's just something interesting. I never really thought of before now. And just something that I wouldn't be introduced to unless I was like, I like this is my boy. What is my boy into? He's into this. Like, let's like I think that's a good lesson for everybody too. Yeah. Like, no, I think it's going to be I think it's going to be extremely powerful um the people that decide to listen to this because if you're not getting value out of it, then I hope you're not listening because why would you waste your time? So, if you're a full-fledged bitcoiner and you're this deep and you're like, "Man, this is not for me. And then I hope you don't listen, honestly, because I'm trying to create content for different audiences and find ways to find find a connection with different people to bring them in. Maybe it works, maybe it doesn't work. I don't know. But this is going to be an extension of me, and that involves the people that are around me. Mm. And I think this would be a great time to, to bring in the ideas that we have around involving you know, some of our friends. Like, like you being involved in this mm-hmm. is part of it. Um, I have Ty. Ty, you know, Ty, shout out to Ty. Ty Womack is going to come on. We're going to talk about health, and we're going to talk about health in the age where public health has now completely changed. 
So, you know, he's he's a chiropractor. He's his knowledge is built around um, how can you just best take care of your body, and he's constantly looking for new ways to do that. And I'm gonna play the idiot. It's something I've always been interested in, mm-hmm. but his knowledge on it is going to be you know way more than what I could provide you. Mm-hmm. And so that's an that's an example. And it's like, how can we involve? The people around us, which you just you said multiple times on this episode that you're a people person. So how do we involve the people mm-hmm. in what we're doing? Well, it's Ty. Ty's a perfect example because so he just and I don't know the official terminology, right? But so he he's now uh, able to like he's a li- is he a licensed chiropractor now or don't, he's able to practice? He's able to practice. Mm-hmm. He's still in he's still in school, I believe. See, but what I what I think is like in for me, the way I look at it is that there's individuals out there who have worked really hard to pursue the things that they care about. Mm-hmm. What ways can we get involved and, and learn from the people, learn from what they know because yeah. they put in the work. We trust them. We trust the people. What do they know? We get to learn from what they know. And then how do we lift them up and how do we create success for all of us? Which, yes. is, which is help if he wants to get a message out there you know, how do you get a message out there? You know, it's it's the medium in which you do it. It's it's the networks that we have. It's the, the systems of communication that we have right now. It's podcasting. It's Twitch. It's YouTube. It is Twitter. It is Instagram. It is Facebook. It is the ways in which we connect with each other. So if there's any way that I could help, that we help people get what they want to do out on those platforms in a way that looks good, represents them, in the way that makes them feel excited about putting like like when we talk about brand ideas it's not just like what will what will be best it's more like it obviously there's elements that you know simple clean there's fundamental things about that that help digital marketing but it's more about what gets us fucking stoked about the brand what what gets kaz jazzed up about continuing his podcast and continuing spreading the message and doing these things and living the values that we've talked about and that's what it's like if ty wants to do that if people who have we've had smart engineer friends that like they design a product if they want to put those things out come to us like that's what i'm saying come to us because like we're one we're willing to put in the effort to get those things out two we have platform like Kaz has a platform now I don't care what you fucking say Kaz has a podcast that has listeners on that shit and has hundreds of listeners and he's growing and like that is he manifested that from nothing that's what I'm saying this doesn't happen just by like you're not passive I know like we are dealt hands in life but we have free will and what we choose to do with the time that we are given and I know we have responsibilities and obligations but it is important that you pursue something that fucking matters to you and makes yes. you feel alive yes with people that make you feel alive life force that's what it is like the whole reason that you reached out to me is because you said it inspired you and i don't mean this to sound like i'm coming off in a braggadocious sort of way but there have been other people that like i have a friend who started rapping because he watched and he said man He's kind of just kept putting out podcasts. Kind of makes me want to do something that I'm passionate about. And he's passionate about rapping. Mm-hmm. 
if somebody listens to one episode and it makes them want to get in shape because we talk about health, that is that's the most important thing that could have come out of that episode that I don't even think you could put a monetary value on. It's like, sure, pay me Bitcoin. I would absolutely love that. But it's so, dude, it literally wants to bring me to tears if I think about, you know, something I said had such an impact on somebody's life that it changed the way that they, they saw something or did something or made them follow something that they were passionate about. Dude, it's this is more than just like, and listen, you said you said you know, co-host of this this podcast, right? Like, I'm not typically a like I'm not out in the in the shit in terms of like, I don't think I'm the best guy to have on when you have a smart guy on. Oh yeah, no no no, yeah, this will be our show, it, it, our it, show, and I'll have I'll have episodes where that I do deep, you know, and talking about Bitcoin. That's not going to change. Mm-hmm. But it's like, this is going to be a break away from the norm. Mm-hmm. Well, I can definitely, hopefully, supply that. I mean, I, dude, I just, this has been a, um, it's a, a really cool opportunity. And it's just exciting to say and to, like, speak out to the universe that, like, if you feel a certain way about what you're fucking doing and you, like, you have ideas or, or you are you've been working on something you want to get it out there it's like you have people out here who are rooting for you and this is going out to like personal friends this is going out to like people i've never even fucking met in in my life i usually do things based on personal relationship but i can immediately tell someone who cares about what they do i can immediately tell when they're invested and they're willing to work and you know the proofs in the data obviously like results results matter like actually consistently going to work every day getting up like like putting out a podcast putting out what you want to do saying like hey come you know like ty for example like doing the appointments getting putting himself out there to have people sign up for his appointments like every day that you're doing that people recognize you and people want to be involved with you people want to work with you because that's all of our it's well, magnetism. It's, it's me it's, it's me. magnetism it's what we are like do, this is why we are doing this yes. right now i don't care if anybody is listening right now yeah <laughs> we're an hour and 18 minutes in i if you if you made it this far thank you you're yeah, awesome. that's crazy. That is, that is crazy. Because Jack and I are just having a conversation, and we genuinely are just trying to create something that allows us to express something that we're passionate about in a, in a form of free speech that we believe in and, and aligns to principles that we believe in and really just allows us to talk and have a good time. And that's what this is. Dude, that might honestly be the perfect way to end this. <laughs> It All might right. be. Let's do it, guys. Dude, thank you. Dude, thank you. Like, this this was sick. I appreciate dude, it. Dude, this was so fun. This yeah. is the first podcast I've done live, like, in person with somebody. So, Dude, and we learned we learned some technical things before this. Oh, we yeah, some dude. Trouble. We <laughs> spent, like, two hours trying to... I had multiple mics in here, trying to do it for multiple inputs, and shit sucked. But uh, <laughs> overall, I think we ended on a great note, and I think the conversation was exactly what we were hoping for because all we said our goal was was to have an engaging and and fun conversation. And I 100% agree and feel 
Great. Let's go. Let's go smoke a cigar and go get a beer or something. You want to do it? All right, All right guys. <laughs> and let's just end it. Uh, okay, we're gonna end it at the same price that we saw yeah. the episode on. Things are great. Bitcoin's a store of value. Obviously, since you made it through two hours, and uh, the price hasn't changed. So, um, thanks for listening. If you made it this far, and I hope you're enjoying this new segment on down the rabbit hole. We're thinking of calling it off the rip. Probably is gonna be the name. Leave your feedback. I. I mean, I don't know. What do you think? We're down to. Yeah. We're down to. We're, we're we're in the creative process, the creative control process of, of figuring it all out. But we're we're motivated. Okay. We're dedicated. And That's what it is. Show us show us the value. Yeah. If you got this far. You listen. Yeah. Show us. Yeah. Because that, it'll, that be, a, it'll crazy. be a big deal. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you. Thanks.